For the story behind the action, catch Tabiso Musia weekdays at 7 p.m. And uh, let's now just get a catch up with uh, Orlando Parish just to find out more about this new coach, the German Joe Zinbau. We've seen his first three games. He addressed members of the media yesterday. And as, as I said, he sounds really, really relaxed. A lot of guys are warming up to him after yesterday's press conference. But we've never really got a chance to find out more about him. And Orlando Pirates Administrative Officer Mr. Floyd Mbele joins us on the line ahead of the game tomorrow, of course, in Orlando Floyd, good evening, sir. Thank you very much for speaking to us here on SAFM. Uh, good evening, Tabiso. Good evening to the listeners of SAFM, and uh, thank you for the opportunity. Uh, a belated uh, compliment of the season. Thank you, sir, to you too. Are the happy days coming back to Orlando? Is it way too soon? Uh, it's work in progress, Tabiso. Um, when you look at um, how different half of the season panned out for us, um, it was important that uh, we live up to the promise that we made at the time when the then coach uh, Mitchell left the club to say we'll be on the lookout uh, for a coach. We we took our time because we wanted somebody that would be a perfect fit for what we believe is, uh, is a team that uh, has got the amount of talent that, 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 that we have. So having said that, um, it took a bit of time. Uh, ordinarily, you'll find that all the quality coaches are occupied at that time. Um, so we then <clears throat> eventually uh, reduced our search um, and eventually got uh, Joseph Zinbauer, who um, is German, had coached um, at Hamburg, but also at St. Gallen in Switzerland. Um, and in the end, um, we got him through and um, he was happy to come through. And as they say, the rest is history. Yep. And how did he come to your attention, Floyd? Because no one here in the country had heard about him. Yeah, well, so 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 it has happened with so many other coaches that you've brought. I think um, yeah. our network um, of personnel all over the continent, all over the world, um, obviously the brief does go out in terms of the caliber of the coach that we're looking for. When Root Grohl came, nobody had heard about him before. Mm. So we have a knack of looking and finding these coaches. Um, and then sometimes it's a hit, sometimes it's a miss. Um, and you take it as, as, as you go along. Same like players. You find that a player is good at one club, you bring him across, and once he's here, you do then realize that uh, even through all the scout, all the presentation, um, and the profiling, that uh, it's not a perfect match. So it's a hit and a miss, uh, but the benefit is that you must have a lot more hits and a lot more misses, and then you know that you're in the business. And what convinced the club that is the right man for the job? Um, I think his presentation about um, his outlook, he obviously had been to not so many fancy teams and the amount of results that he had gotten at those. So that spoke about his work ethic, uh, coupled to the fact that he comes obviously from a German culture where the work ethic supersedes everything else. And I think that is really what we're looking for, somebody that will work, somebody who, in terms of how they approach the game, um, we can be able to, uh, to align 
uh, and identify uh, somebody who you can tell that he's also young. He's 49 years old. So he's not so much from the old school, but um, mm. he's current, if you want to say. And um, and you can tell by the way in which we are trying to play. It's still early days. And I think perhaps it's a blessing for us that he's come through here. So that if there's one thing that is consistent to the club over the past three seasons, is that the second half of the season typically becomes the time when you really move up. If you look at what happened during Mitchell's time in the first two seasons, the first the first part of the season on either side, um, we had dropped points, but no sooner had we moved into January than it was all systems go. Um, we feel it may be too soon because he obviously wants to approach it in a different way, but um, he's also uh, amiable wanting to continue a bit on the trajectory and tweak it here and there so that he is able to get the results, uh, he's able to get the confidence of the team, but also slowly introduce what is it that he wants the club to do. And how have the players responded to him considering that he's the third coach this season or do you look at the games that he's, he's, he's been in charge of and, and say that they responded positively? Look, I think the one benefit that we have as a club is that everybody um, is aligned um, and everybody is fixated to the club. So it's not so much that it is a coach that brings the club, but they do know that their allegiance is to the club no more than the coach. So whichever coach comes in, the players are able to embrace that coach. Um, obviously, there will be players that would have played under Micho. There will be players that would have played under Rulani. And similarly, when Zinbao comes in, he'll be able to have a combination of the two, and he may well decide to chart either on a similar trajectory or alternatively do something different. And the players must be able to adapt. The quality of the player is one, to be able to know what his limits are, but two, to be able to adapt to whatever the conditions are. And I think um, the players that adapt to how um, Joseph does that um, will be able to will be able to see uh, sooner rather than later. When you see a Mahango play and you see how over the past couple of day, games he's come out of his shell, he probably is the first to be able to come out of that to say, look, I'm here and you can count on me, which is good. And I think the rest of the players will follow suit. Mm. And Floyd, I mean, you've mentioned Micho and Rulani. I'm sure these coaching changes were not something that you bargained for in the beginning of the season. It seems like there was a long-term plan here. This was supposed to be the season of delivery. Were you disappointed, caught by surprise, or felt let down by Micho's departure as a club? Um, disappointed in a way, yes. But um, I think it's just the manner that it happened. You know, I think uh, we we have to be... Uh, understanding of the fact that when you do give a coach an opportunity to be at the club for three seasons, you are able to make sure that you give the composite a requisite amount of resource for the person to be there. So once you're dedicating all these resources and midstream somebody decides to leave, it just it, it just makes it a lot more difficult. It's, it's an akin to a CEO that's been given a five-year contract and in year three, whilst all the processes are coming, he decides he wants to leave. For whatever the reason, you can understand the uncertainty that it creates, the unease that it creates, and it just disrupts the ecosystem in the club. And this was disruptive. This was extremely disruptive for us. But we we have to soldier on. Um, we're not the first team that the club leaves in the stream, and we're certainly not the last, and it probably will not be the last. He went for greener pastures, and good luck to him. Um, and we soldier on. What do you make of his two years in charge? Um, relatively successful. 
um, a club as big as Orlando Pirates is judged by the amount of trophies that it brings in. Um, we had a similar time in 2005-2006 with Costa Din Papic, uh, where we had the Korea and Japan, your Benedict Villagazi, Giftley Remy, Joseph Makanya, um, and so on. Um, we had two glorious seasons um, in those two, and we had nothing to show for it. So uh, for me, uh, by comparison, it was exactly the same. It was good on the eye, um, but in terms of the trophy cabinet, um, it remains barren. Um, and I'm sure uh, for a club as big as ours, um, we do get judged, uh, not just by the supporters that are there, not just by the good football, but by the number of trophies that we bring in the cabinet. Rulani Mukwena was given the, 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 the reins on an interim basis for about 14 matches. Was it a matter of seeing how he does or was he always holding the fort until a new manager comes in? Um, it, it was twofold. I think the first instinct when Mitchell left was that it would have been even more disruptive if we had brought in a new coach at the time because we felt that Rulani, having been there for two seasons, he had worked closely with Mitchell, he'd be able to follow that trajectory. But it did not mean that the appointment was permanent. It was, it was, it was common cause, even at that stage, that we were on the lookout. I think for him, it was to stabilize, which is something that he did really well for us. I think on occasion, yes, the results did come. Didn't come, but Rulani did what he had to do under the circumstances, and the club is eternally grateful for that. Mm. And he has not been on the bench now for the past few games, Floyd. Firstly, is he on the? Is he back on the bench tomorrow against Sundowns? Um, no, he's still on leave. I think he only resumes um, sometime next week. I'm, I'm not in the office to be able to check what the profile is, but he's been given leave. Um, he's, he's requested for time off, so um, until first time that he comes back, um, he will not be on the bench. Okay, there are the reports that he's gone on coaching courses, is that correct? I'm not aware. I certainly am not aware that he's gone anywhere. When somebody fills in an application for leave, you grant it on the strength of the request that you get. And you do not want to second guess what the intentions are. Floyd has come across as if he's, he doesn't seem to be happy with going back to being an assistant coach, Rulani, considering his antics on the bench against Leopards and the messages, cryptic messages he's been posting on social media. As a club, what do you make of how he's handled this situation? I think for us, there's a greater cause, and the greater cause is for the team to be able to get back to its winning ways, for the team to be able to challenge to a best position, and probably to be able to get to a position better than what we did last season. I think everything else is a sideshow for us. Everybody has got to put their shoulder to the wheel and make sure that we, fo- we focus our energies on making sure that this big giant um, were able to get back to its glory days. And I think from everybody, from the chairman right down to whoever else is at the club, that is the one vision that we have and that is what we're pushing for. Was he happy to take up his old position as the assistant coach? Uh, I'm not too sure whether it was an emotional thing about being happy or not. I think, like I said, the issue was that he, he had been an interim or caretaker coach and for us the purpose was for him to be able to assume or resume his position as an assistant. So I think it would also be unfair for me to be able to respond to that. Perhaps he'd be better off to be able to say how he felt on the matter. Mm. And and last last one on this one. Did the new coach ever say in the makeup of his technical team? Um, the coach felt that it may be preferable for him to work with people that have been here. He obviously wanted to take a bit of time to study how they work, what is it that they give value to, if they are able to give through all that he's wanting. And um, I think so far so good. You haven't had it's actually quite complimentary of the technical team that's around you, the support staff that is there. 
um, and I think we're good to go. And finally, Floyd, um, considering the circumstances this season that we've already talked spoken about, the coaching changes, um, what would make a good campaign for the Buccaneers? Um, a good campaign would be able to push until the very last in the league and obviously to have a successful net bank cup. I think for us that would be, that would be key and, and obviously with the league, uh, with, with the best position that we get, we're always in, uh, pushing and aiming to get back into the continent. Also looking at how we came short in the past year in terms of our continental exploits. Um, this doesn't augur well for a club as big as ours. And the sooner we're able to get back and remedy that situation, I think it would work better for us. Okay, before we let you go, we've just got one or two voice notes that have come through here. We're speaking to Pirates Administrator, Mr. Floyd Mbele. Hello, sir. Good evening. My name is Sundasila Elvis Tewane. Uh, I would like to say thanks, first of all, from you to bringing uh, Mr. Floyd Mbele on us. And also, I would like to thank Mr. Floyd Mbele and the rest of the team uh, for bringing a new coach uh, to the team, uh, just because we were already a laughing stock. Uh, and also, the way the coach is playing, uh, it's just giving us, the, the, the followers of Orlando Pirates, a hope that we'll, we will be there at the end of the season. Thanks a lot, Mr. Floyd, and thanks a lot, Mr. Koza. Uh, uh, I'm also a Orlando Paris fan. I also hope tomorrow we're going to win against Mamelodi Sundowns. Thanks a lot. Bye. Okay, thanks for that f- f- voice note. Floyd, I know you're not a coach. I know you're an administrator. But as a, as, a, as a club, I mean, how do you how do you approach the game against Sundowns tomorrow? We've already seen what's going on on social media, saying that, you know, uh, Pirates, the Chiefs fans saying Pirates must lose so that Sundowns don't win the title and all and all sorts of things. As a, cl- as, as a club, how do you approach a game like this with so much at stake? Uh, we, we approach it, we, are very, we become very cautiously optimistic. We do want the points because um, we feel that we deserve to be in a better place on the log. Um, we also are respectful to the opponent, um, the current league champions, and the, the team that has qualified for the knockout stages of the CAF Champions League and an ever-present team in the CAF Champions League. So you accord them the respect they deserve. But having said that, you go in there and, uh, and are hopeful to get a result because in the end, it's not about uh, Kaiser Chiefs. It's certainly not about Sundown, but it's about the London Pirates. And we've got to mm. put our best foot forward, which will work tomorrow, to be able to get a result. The one thing that is admirable about the coach is that he, he's got this determination. It's all or nothing. It's a make or break. There's no second guesses. There are no holy cows. You either do it or you don't do it. And I think slowly his work ethic and his mindset are rubbing off onto the players, which I think is a positive sign. And finally, the fans want to know if the club will be going on the market in this transfer window. Um, I think we are in constant contact with the technical team just to be able to get an understanding of where they are. And I think um, should a decision like that be taken, we certainly will make an announcement at the point that we do find somebody. But it's also difficult to be so because this is mid-season where it's a willing willing buyer, willing seller time. So it may well be that we're looking for a Tabiso Messia, but will SAFM release you? Yeah. So, you know, it, it has its own complexities. It's not just an 
oh, yes, the contract is coming to an end and therefore we'll be able to sign. Or alternatively, that we are able to put up a target price. Um, teams are fighting for different scopes, others for the league, others to compete in the top eight, certainly others to be able to avoid relegation. So it's not easy to be able to get players at this stage. But should the need arise or should the request come in from the technical team for us to be able to be, be set up in that position, I'm sure we'll favorably consider it. And given that uh, there is somebody available, um, we will make that acquisition. Does the club feel does it need to beef up its, its, its central defense? That's what everybody has been highlighting. It, it's the technical committee's competence that must take that decision. Okay, great stuff. Floyd, thank you very much for finding time to speak to us. We really appreciate it. We've also got some tickets that we'll give away uh, for the game uh, tomorrow as all roads lead to Orlando. Thank you for speaking to us on SAFM, sir. Uh, Thanks a lot. Thanks for the opportunity. Thank you. That is the Orlando Pirates Administrative Officer, uh, Mr. Floyd Mbele. And uh, we'll tell you how we, you can get those tickets if you want to go to Orlando Stadium uh, tomorrow. And uh, let's see. Oh, we've got another voice note. Apologies, I didn't say that. I hope it's not a question for Floyd. Let's go there. Good evening, Taviso and KS Mudiba. I'm Shoti Sinyolo in Limpopo, Mafefe, Orlando Pirates fan. I think tomorrow we are just going to do our business collecting maximum point we are not going to do any favor for Kaiser chiefs we are going there to collect our three point and keep our winning momentum for going forward thank you good evening tipos it's x from the eastern cape i'm tata well uh tomorrow's a big one i'm a sundowns fan i don't see pirates beating us at this juncture or at this game uh tomorrow we have a good uh, squad. The boys are fit. We have just come out of a curf. We won the game against uh, the team from Morocco. Yeah, well, uh, as you all know, the party, they have a new coach. I've just signed a new coach, so there's no stability in the Paris team. Yes, they have won their last match, but yeah, tomorrow it's a win for Downs. Okay, what are the Kaiser Chiefs fans saying? Are you rooting for the rival Orlando Pirates to beat Sundowns so that then they can close the gap on your lead at the top of the Absa Premiership table? I've been seeing a lot of that on social media. I, I, I don't understand that, but I've been see, but I've been seeing it, and I like to hear from you if you're Chiefs fans. Are you Chiefs fan? Are you really rooting for Orlando? Pirates. I, does it mean that you're going to be sitting with the Pirates fans in Orlando tomorrow? Because we know the Chiefs fans attend every single game. Whether their team is playing or not, you'll always see somebody with the Chiefs jersey at the stadium. So is it really true that you will go that route and support Orlando Pirates tomorrow? <laughs> There's one at the back here <laughs> in our producer's booth nodding her head. She says yes. She is supporting Pirates tomorrow. She must be a Chiefs fan, judging by her gold hair there. So there's one. And and Pirates fans, I mean, what do you make of the game tomorrow? How do you approach that? Is it win at all costs? Is it uh, every man for himself? Or do you not mind if things don't go your way because you don't want the rivals to win your title? It's quite an interesting one here. I don't know if it only happens in South Africa, but when I saw it on social media, I was really surprised. Uh, but then again, we had last week some Pirates fans calling us when we had Saddam saying that their favorite players of all time are from Kaiser Chiefs. <laughs> 
So South Africa is alive with possibilities. Uh, let's continue our build-up to this game tomorrow. And we are joined on the line now by an icon at Mamelodi Sundowns, uh, Surprise Muriri. Before we speak to Surprise, there's actually a player announcement at Kaiser Chiefs. I'm just going to check that because I've just seen their tweet. And I'll tell you as soon as I get to the correct information there. But let's welcome Surprise Muriri on the show. Surprise, good evening. Thank you very much, sir, for speaking to us here on SAFM. Good evening, Tepo, and good evening to your SA listeners. Okay, sorry, surprise. We're just going to try and get you back on a, on a on a better line. It's just crackling a little bit, and uh, we just want to make sure we hear everything uh, that you say because you are a legend and we have to hear you. So w- while Katleko gets him on a better line, here's that player update from Kaiser Chiefs. Uh, the club has announced that Godinho and Cote have left the club. Lorenzo Godinho and um, James Cote. Uh, Godinho will join Bidvest Vets on a two-and-a-half-year deal, while Cote's contract has been terminated by mutual consent. Uh, there were reports that he's taken matters into his own hands and he's gone AWOL, even though he was ported in Tanzania, um, linked to the return to Simba. I remember uh, Mr. Senzo Mazingisa. Oh, no, he's changed his surname. Actually, I think it's Mr. Senzo Mbata now, uh, uh, the administrator who's now with Simba in Tanzania. He was saying to Velile Mnyando that they're actually keen on bringing James Cote back. So we don't know where he's going, but James Cote has been released by Chiefs. I doubt that he's played an official game uh, for the club. And Lorenzo Godinho has gone to bid Vets on a two-and-a-half-year deal. We've got Surprise back on the line, hopefully on a better line. Surprise, uh, can you hear us now better? I can hear you loud and clear, my brother. Great. Thanks. We are fine. Thank you, Surprise. It's an honor for us uh, to speak to you. And and, and we we are really delighted to be talking to you. Uh, The first question from your supporters or from people that admire you when we said you're going to speak to us, they want to know what is Surprise been up to? I've seen you at a lot of youth matches of Sundowns Juniors. Is that what's keeping you busy? Yes, yes. It's what's keeping me busy. Uh, these days, uh, I'm with uh, David Notwana and, and, and Sean Bishop at uh, Mamelodi Sundowns MDC with uh, other technical staff, Marcus and, and school. Great stuff. And are you one of the assistant coaches? Are you shadowing them? What's the plan? Yes, I'm, I'm, I'm a, an assistant coach there at MDC. Is it something you always wanted to do, surprise, to get into coaching? Yes, I, I just thought uh, maybe uh, giving back will, will help the young ones because you can see that uh, they really need help uh, because after playing, if you just uh, disappear in, in, in football, it, it, it will not uh, make any justice because uh, our youngsters really need help so that also they can realize their dreams. Mm. And, and what kind of help do you think you can offer these youngsters or what kind of advice do you think you can give them when you are next to them and when you're coaching them? Uh, remember, especially when it comes to football, uh, these youngsters they really they, they really need help in <clears throat> in terms of their, uh, their, their their technique and how 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 they have to behave, especially uh, off the field, which is very 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 critical. Uh, on the field, most of them they are very very talented. We just have to guide them, especially off the field, to make sure that they really focus on 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 their football rather than uh, focusing on, on other things. Uh, because uh, we've been there, we know what is it that is required, and we know uh, uh, what is it that they need to avoid, and we know what is it that they need to do more, which is focusing more on, on their football and making sure that uh, they work hard so that they can realize their dream. 
And 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 for you, I mean, you were one of the most disciplined players. We never had bad things about you at all. What is key, or how did you manage to keep the discipline during your professional days? I think maybe it's because uh, I I really loved football, and I really realized that uh, football is something that can uh, that I can make a living out of. Uh, so that's why uh, when I I I I, I had given a chance. And then I made sure that uh, I put all my energy into football and make sure that I work hard. And all those distractions that come along my way, I just uh, didn't give them any chance and just wanted to play football. And any given chance that I get to make sure that I'm in the field, I give 120% mm. because I realized that I can make a living out of football. And indeed, I made a living out of football and I'm still in football. And that's one thing that we are always... Uh, preaching to these boys that uh, you you really have to make sure that you you concentrate on your schools first and also if the talent is there also concentrate on the football but you have to get the balance bit in between because uh, you you can't concentrate on one and leave one behind because you will never know especially as a youngster you never know where you will end up so we are really making sure that they concentrate on their football and make sure that also they concentrate on their on their schoolwork, which is very, very, very critical for, for, for their future. And what is your overall ambition as a coach? How far do you want to take this? Uh, to be honest with you, uh, for now, I'm not thinking about myself as a coach. I'm thinking as, as someone who wants to help these young staff, make sure that I help them so that they can realize their dream. My primary objective is to make sure that I help these young boys because... Uh, I know I've been there before, and I also wanted to one day to become a professional player. So I know how much they want this thing. So for now, my primary objective is to make sure that I help these boys. Mm. And now let's look ahead to the big game. Everybody's talking about Pirate Sundowns tomorrow. How big is this game from a player's point of view? And do you have any fond memories of playing in this fixture? Yes, uh, Sundowns. Sundowns and, and, and against Pirates is a, is, a, is a big game. Whether they are playing for for whether it's a friendly or or it's a league game, it's a cup game. Uh, it, it's always a, a, a big game. And as a player going to a game like this, uh, you you know that what is at stake. Uh, first is pride at stake. Before the point is pride, pride at stake because. Uh, it's the breaking rights of the supporters and, and everyone that that is involved between between the two clubs. So, as a player, you know that uh, you have to give 150 percent. And I'm not saying other 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 games are not very important, but I'm saying that uh, these games are very 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 important because you have to make sure that you give your best and and, and make sure that you, especially from whether you play for Pirates or whether you play for 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 Sundowns. Make sure that uh, you give your best for 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 your team, so that uh, also uh, your supporters can 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 have the dragon right. So it's a very 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 important game, and it comes in it's coming in a in a time where you you can see also on on the log pirates on the position six and we are sitting second on on the log. So uh, for both teams, it's very 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 it's an important game. So for us, it's very very important as as all the games that we've been playing. 
for those who've just joined us, we are catching up with um, Surprise Moriri, also looking ahead to tomorrow's game between Pirates and Sundowns. You can give us your views on that game on 0891-104-207. If you want to speak to Surprise, you can also send us voice notes on WhatsApp. The number is 061-4104-107. That's the number for voice notes. And uh, our SMS line is 41391. Let's just hear one of those voice notes that's come in. Evening, that have you so. Hey, tomorrow, you know, as a business fan, draw. They must wait for us so that you can catch up with their games. After catching up with the games, then you can play. But now they must wait for us. Draw is fine for tomorrow's results. Tulane from Orlando. Thank you. Okay, Tulani says a draw will be fine uh, for him. That's the result that uh, he is uh, going for. And, um, Surprise, the other big question is that obviously Sundowns are nine points behind Chiefs this season. Uh, do you believe that they can keep up the chase and, and keep the pressure on the log leaders? Uh, I think Sundowns have been in, 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 in this situation before. Um, and we know we have already played 16 games. Chiefs have played 17 games. Uh, they, they also know that it's still early. 13 more games to go <laughs> for Chiefs and 14 for us before tomorrow's game. So it's, it's, it's early. Lots of things are going to happen uh, in, in the league. So uh, we, we, we cannot we cannot say uh, the league is gone. And also, you you, you can also look at that. It brings everybody into the league. Vettel plays 13, 13, 13 games. If if, we, if they win their their, their three mm. games, and they get to they get to thirty six. So so so. It's still, 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 still open for everyone. Uh, the, the most important thing is that we, 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 we also have to, to, to win, win our game. And, and if we win our, our game, when we win our game tomorrow, and we, we, we close the gap to six points, and which is, which is very, very, very important. So I know that it's not going to be a, a, an easy game, but I believe in, 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 the, in our technical team. I believe in the boys. And I know that the boys know that this game is very, very, very important for us to win. So it's going to be uh, one game that is going to be very interesting for both for both teams. But most importantly, sitting on the on the side of of Sundowns, I I, I strongly believe that uh, 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 the boys will give their best. The coach has done his homework, and we we are ready to go. And come at the end of the game, I think uh, that the three points will be at the, uh, in the back, and then we'll, we'll move to. Does it it become a must-win game for Sundowns or do you go with what Coach Pizzo Musimane said that we don't need to beat Paris to win win the league? Uh, Coach Pizzo is saying we don't need to beat Paris uh, to win the league, which is is true. Uh, That's why in the beginning I said it's too early. Uh, Chiefs has already played 17, 17 games, 18 more games to go. So if you tell me that uh, they say they're going to win 13 games or they're going to win 12 of those 13 games, which will guarantee them the the, the, the championship, maybe I'll say yes, uh, they will win the league. But being in the situation like this, I think there's still, still a long way to go. Lots of things are going to happen. And lack of, lack of form, uh, suspension, lots of things. Injuries. So, so we are still we are we are still we are still in in, in in the game. We are still in the game. Whether we win tomorrow's game or not, 
But I, I, I don't want to, 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 to say whether we win or not. I'm talking as a supporter <laughs> now. I think uh, tomorrow we will win the game. On Twitter, Nevo says, I've just remembered surprises, diarrhea celebration when we put four past parades. When, was that when you were rubbing your tummy? I think I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> what was going on there, surprise? <laughs> yeah, no, no, those, those were just, uh, <clears throat> it was, those just were just uh, the, 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 the memo, good memories that the uh, uh, sundowns we had against, against, against parades. So, uh, I just cross my fingers that tomorrow uh, we will play well and win the game. And I believe I, be, I believe in our technical team. I, I, I think that our guys are working uh, hard. And I know that our boys also are working hard enough to make sure that we win the game tomorrow. If you've just joined so us, it's, yeah. it's very, very critical. I, 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 I'm behind them. And I know that uh, the Sundowns family also is behind the team. And I know that come tomorrow we'll give our support, we'll give them the, the, the push that they need to make sure that we come out of uh, Soweto with three points. Okay, for those just joining us now, we are catching up with Surprise Muriri just about Pirate Sundowns tomorrow. And he's told us that he's coaching Sundowns MDC team. He wants to impart his knowledge to the youngsters. He believes that there's a lot that he can offer as far as technique is concerned, as far as discipline is concerned. He's not doubting that the talent is there, but he believes that these young ones need guidance. So you can call us. We're going to wrap up after this break. Our number 0891-104-207. Or if you prefer to send a voice note on WhatsApp, it's 061-4104-107. Call Tabison now, 0891 104 207. On Twitter, uh, uh, says, uh, What a better way to learn technique than from the most technically gifted player to ever wear the Masandawana jersey. Uh, that is a surprise. Moriri Papi also says, We will never forget this man's celebration when they beat us 4 0 years back. Atisi Bulawa Isisu there. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, let's go through the uh, to some of the voice notes that have come through. Good evening, Tabiso and Katleho. Uh, then compliments to Surprise as well. Uh, first of all, I just want to say good luck to Surprise and with his future endeavors in coaching our young boys. And then with the game tomorrow, I just want to say to Kiza Cheese and Orlando Parrot, we'll beat. Orlando Pirates, just for the fact that Kiza Chiefs will be supporting them. There's no way Orlando Pirates can beat Sundowns tomorrow. Look at our statistics when we were playing Vets, and then that will tell you Pirates won't win against us. Thank you, Scabello from Orchards. Okay, thank you for that. Cabello uh, from uh, Orchards are there saying that they will uh, win uh, that game. Surprise, as we wrap up now, uh, Sundowns have been very dominant in recent matches against Pirates. Uh, I think they've won five, two draws in their last eight matches. Why do you think that's the case? And why do you think this picture has become so popular? Uh, I, think, I think one thing for sure uh, that uh, I, I, I'm guaranteed is that Especially when you say they, 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 we've won five and drew two, and 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 in those games also, there were good football uh, being played by both teams, and and that's what's interesting. And also, I know that also tomorrow is going to be a very open and interesting game uh, between between the two teams, and and uh, I think maybe the rivalry between the two teams because 
no one wants to be fans when it goes to the to, to the game. The both teams want to win, and I know that uh, if if tomorrow Pirates plays open and and, and they want to they want to come and 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 win the game, I know that uh, we we've got uh, enough ammunition to make sure that we 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 can punish them because. I, I believe that uh, we've got a goal or two in, in each and every game. So oh. uh, tomorrow, I, I, I think, definitely for sure, I think we, 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 we will score. That I, I, I'm sure we will, we will score tomorrow. I know that we, 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 we've got players that can create create opportunities. We just have to uh, put the, the ball in the back of the net. And, and I think, uh, coming back to your question, I think, uh, the, what, in, what what makes this 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 fixture more interesting maybe is the is the rivalry and, and and also the pride between between both both teams because no one wants to lose against uh, each other but we we've got the upper hand and we'll make sure that uh, we extend the lead tomorrow and and make sure that uh, we we take our 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 tally to 35 points and and also close close the gap between us and and those who are on top <clears throat> to make sure that uh, we still stay in the race. Whether we 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 we, we is a draw or a win, we 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 we'll make sure that uh, we give them a run for 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 their money. I know that we're gonna give them a run for their money. It's not gonna be a very very easy easy. If if it happens that uh, the 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 great gods are with them, they win the league. I know that. Uh, they, they, they will also take their heads off for us for making sure that we for for making sure that we we made things tough for them. Finally, surprise, Muriri. What do you make of the success at Sundowns under Pizzo Musimana? What do you think he's done right at this at at this club? I think uh, one thing one thing that he he he, he does well, uh, especially uh, as a coach, is. is his managerial skills. I mean, uh, his managerial skills. I think uh, is his, his, his sacred weapon. Uh, it's not easy to deal with 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 players, especially players in, in, in big teams. Those who coach big teams, they will tell you we've got different ca- characters in, in in big teams. And and, and uh, one Pizzo uh, compared to the rest of other coaches. I think his managerial skills, how to deal with the with the with the big players, whether you, whether you are playing or not, how how he deals with them. Because when you put a big player uh, outside on the bench, it, it takes it takes it takes some 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 some. I don't want to say uh, some balls. Okay, it takes <laughs> some balls. The coach uses balls to put the players. Excuse my language. Put the big player on 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 the bench. So. I think one thing about Peter is got that, and also uh, he's one coach that is, is, is very te- tactical, and and he does his job. He loves his job. He works hard, and he makes sure that when he goes to the game, he doesn't want he doesn't want any surprises. He doesn't want to leave anything unattended. He wants to make sure he wants to know everything about his opponents, and he wants to make sure that whatever. Uh, weaknesses he, he, he sees in the opponents, he makes sure that he he he, he expose them. So uh, I think that's one one thing that uh, that has really really made made uh, Pito succeed at Sundowns. And 
the, the hard work that he puts in, and also he rubs it off to to the, to, to to his technical team. Because when as a leader, uh, your 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 technical team sees that you put a lot of hard work, they they don't have any choice but to to make sure that they fo- they they follow. And and that that's one thing, and that makes him one one of the best coaches in in, in the continent. And I I I I, I think he's still he's still he's still gonna go a long way and make sure that he he improve the standard of football at, in, in South Africa and, and in the continent. Great but, stuff. But yeah. uh, nevertheless, uh, uh, we uh, uh, we are learning a lot from him. And 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 as as, as young coaches. And also, likely because we are working closely uh, with him, and we know the uh, amount of work that he puts in, and we know it doesn't surprise us when 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 he wins cups because we know the amount of work that he puts in to make sure that the team succeeds. And we are very privileged at Sundowns. We have a coach like 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 Piso. so he he is leading the team. Uh, very well, so uh, we, we can only wish him wish him luck going forward. Okay, great stuff, and we also wish you guys luck tomorrow against Pirates in Orlando, uh, a surprise. And thank you very much for speaking to us. You've shed some knowledge. It's wonderful to to hear from you, and good luck with your coaching journey. That's the legend himself, the surprise Moriri. Let's just play this one voice note before we go to Spain. Abiso. Good evening and a very uh, welcome to 2020. Uh, speaking to Francis from Pretoria. I've been listening to most of the radio stations and the interview concerning Pirates and Sundowns game. And all you hear was only interview from only Sundowns uh, representatives and the management and whatsoever. I've never heard any radio station talking to any of the pirate coach or any of the pirate technical bench or whatsoever all you hear was about sundown i don't know if all the radio station is backing sundowns to beat orlando pilot it should be balanced not on one way side thank you Okay, thanks. But let's also be informed when we make these comments because you clearly joined us late. We spoke to Floyd Mbele before we spoke to Orlando Pirates, so I really don't get where that comes from. I've listened to all SABC radio stations and yesterday they were playing clips of the new Pirates coach, Joe Zimbawa, after his uh, press conference that he held yesterday. So I I don't think that's a fair comment. I think you're being unfair to the radio stations or you're just not listening. Sport on on SAFM. And just before we go to Spain, one more thing about that voice note that played before the break. Uh, also, uh, just to be clear, the first time the Orlando Paris coach addressed the media was yesterday. Before that, it was speaking at post-match press conferences. And I think yesterday was the first time that he got to speak to uh, most members of, of, of the media. And maybe that's why you haven't been hearing him on other radio stations. But it was definitely not through a lack of trying from, from the media. But I know yesterday the guys were there and uh, his interviews were doing the rounds and they still are doing the rounds. Anyway, let's go to Spain now because... Because um, Valverde has been sacked despite being top of the log in La Liga. And we are joined by Ignacio Oliva, a football writer for Gold.com also and covers FC Barcelona. Ignacio, good evening from us here in South Africa. Thank you for speaking to us. Hello, guys. Good evening. How are you? We are fine. Thanks. But talk, talk to us about this move. I mean, the decision has been coming. I saw the speculation was increasing over the past few days. Firstly, why was Valverde under so much pressure? 
Uh, well, uh, exactly. This uh, has been very hard days here in Barcelona because since the team was eliminated in, in the semi-final of the Spanish Super Cup played in Saudi Arabia, um, the news uh, have appeared to one day and another day, and many times uh, they had uh, an, an opposite, a very different content. I mean, uh, we knew how many coaches have said no before Valverde was sacked. Uh, he was sacked, uh, Valverde, yesterday night, uh, almost at midnight, after a long negotiation for his compensation, because Barcelona closed the arrival of the new coach without uh, sacking Valverde. That was another problem. But remember that before having Setien as the new coach, he was on board today, uh, Barcelona asked, uh, first of all, to Xavi, after that to Ronald Koeman, the Dutch uh, national team uh, yes. coach, and to Mauricio Pochettino, who is uh, an Espanol legend, the rival of Barcelona in, in the city. Um, it was uh, very hard to, to follow up because sometimes were pretty improbable. I mean that Valverde has been a very serious coach and he hasn't been treated that well, in my opinion. No, yes, uh, on that note, the other argument is that they're top of the log there in the group stages of the Champions League, won the league for the last uh, 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 two seasons, and uh, people are very surprised that that he, 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 he was fired. What do you make of, of the fact that um, he's top of the log, but he still loses his job? According to what President Bartomeu said that morning, uh, the team needed some kind of boost, some kind of impulse for uh, facing the second half of the season and they consider to replace uh, the coach. This is Bartomeu's explanation. But in the end, uh, you all uh, saw what happened against Atletico. It was a, ga- a great game by Barcelona, but uh, the game got lost in the last 10 minutes for uh, some mistakes. It is true that these mistakes uh, appeared as well in Anfield Road, but uh, maybe the moment of sacking Valverde would be. Uh, would have been after uh, Anfield Road or after Copa Final before uh, last summer, I mean, in spring. Right now, maybe it was late, and uh, I'm not sure that changing the coach for another one who hasn't ever played, not even as a player, um, the Champions League, uh, I'm not sure if he's the right choice for trying to win the European crown, because... This is the main goal to Barcelona, this decision. But in the end, uh, before Setien accepted, uh, three coaches said no to Barcelona. Including Xavi, like you said. He said no. Exactly. He was the first one to be, to be appointed. Why do you think he said no? Well, uh, first thing, he has a contract with uh, al Sadd. Uh, he's a very young coach, not even two entire seasons in the professional football, so even if he has been a great player, uh, I'm pretty sure that he wants to earn more experience and probably wants to begin his own project from the early beginning, not uh, in the middle of the season, you know. And there's also a belief that uh, that uh, Valverde was never forgiven for that loss against Liverpool, even the one against Roma in the Champions League. Is there any truth to that? 
that was a, a shadow who was always there by everyone and also by the, the Barcelona Board of Executives, as uh, President Bartomeu revealed today as well. He said that uh, it was from a long time, concretely, since after Anfield Road, that uh, himself, the president, and the rest of, of the board were talking to, to Valverde for saying him that things could be much better. Indeed, uh, as Bartomeu said, it wasn't a surprise to Valverde, but it was to, to everyone. It is true that many fans in Barcelona didn't want Valverde to stay, but uh, again, um, things could be handled better, and many of these people are now in favor of Valverde because they think that uh, the club has missed uh, the respect over his former coach. So the fans are divided. Well, things are always divided here in Barcelona. I have to say there are uh, two main currents, the Christists and the Nunez, uh remembering the, the old president, Nunez. This means uh, playing better or um, the other current is taking care of, of the money. And, and it doesn't matter how the team plays. Uh, things are always divided here and it doesn't matter. Uh, what's the president's choice because it is always uh, to be discussed in every case. In, in that one, uh, anyway, everyone is saying that things could be, uh, Valverde could be handled better, but Valverde is already part of this club, and now we open the Setien's era. He, he worked today uh, twice with, uh, with the team. He was able to speak to, to Messi, and he remarked, I mean, Setien... Uh, then in that conversation with Messi, he told him that uh, he admires Messi, but uh, everyone must stay in their place from right now. Uh, I mean, the, um, it is known that uh, the, the Barcelona players uh, could do uh, a little bit more, could do things better as well. So it is not everything Valverde's fault. Uh, the players uh, must take some responsibility, and Setien is what uh, what is asking to to the players, beginning from Messi. Okay, Ignacio, thank you very much for speaking to us in South Africa. We appreciate your insight and your views there. That was Ignacio Oliver, football writer for Gold.com, also covers FC Barcelona. Uh, I did mention we've got tickets from the sponsors of the APSA Premiership for tomorrow's game between Pirates and Sundown. Some people have called us, uh, so we're going to give you those tickets, those who've called us at the back. If you're in and around Orlando, tweet me, hashtag SAFM spot on. Uh, I'll see if I still have any tickets left to give away, but it's now time for news.